Hey guys, so the, the interview is going to start in a moment. So right now, as always, I'm going to do the technical setup, you know, Facebook. I need to make sure that everything is good before I start. And let's see, give me a moment, yeah. Okay, I think we're good to go. All right. Welcome to another session of uh, Insights with Dean Jumps. And uh, today I have a really special guest all the way from Bang Okay, she's Bangladeshi, but she actually lives in Sydney. Now, I want to ask you guys, how many of you watching now suffers from overthinking? You're always asking, oh, what if this, what if that happens? Uh, should I do this? Should I do that? And you're always thinking, and, and these thoughts are always going round and round and round in your mind. And what you do realize, I'm sure, is that you are not moving forward. And I know this so well because I suffered from it for a long, long time. And I was, I wanted everything to be perfect. So now I found Aisha all the way from Bangladesh. And I'm so happy this is a pet topic and she is an expert in this. So let's bring her on in the studio. Hi, Aisha. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. So uh, Aisha, I'm so happy to have you here. You're coming all the way from Sydney, but you lived most of your life, or like since up to 2015, right? You were in Bangladesh. So I, I love the fact that uh, I bring people from different countries, especially Asian countries, because I really want to hear the different voices, you know, from your culture. So even though the topics may be quite, uh, you know, relatable to most people, but I want to hear what's your thoughts from your culture and how you have lived it, right? So uh, let's start, let's start. Okay, so uh, Aisha is, uh, she is the lady who brings leaders from adversity to advantage and ambition. She's an author, speaker, facilitator, and also a thought leader. And she has written a book called Mind Speed, which is, in large part, is about overthinking, isn't it, Aisha? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So let's let's very quickly get onto the 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 conversation, right? Okay. So I know based on um, our conversation before, you have worked with a lot of leaders and people who aspire to be more, right? Like me and like a lot of my friends, right? So there must be a portion of them who, despite their best effort, stay stuck because of overthinking. So what are some of the issues you see, like it's a repeating, recurring issue among all these people who tend to overthink? It's, uh, oh, thank you for your question and thank you for bringing me in in your platform. Uh, I'll say it's a very interesting uh, part for me, the way you started, like staying in a zone of overthinking. That was my zone, honestly. <laughs> and for a long period of time, and now I'm smiling because I know how it feels like to stay in the zone. And once you come out of that, and you see that, oh, that was the place I used to be, and uh, that fascinated me to 
apply the neuroscience and some of the insight into me and uh, the people with whom I do I did the coaching sessions and I delivered I, I give a lectures etc so the most common question I receive uh, that um, they they see overthinking not as overthinking right oh okay it comes with different ways it comes sometimes they say that uh, uh, actually I have to do these that's the reason why I cannot do the do that so they have got a list of excuses they say like my parents don't like me to do these my partner don't allow me to do that how about my children can I do this how my son will feel my daughter will feel how? So they always have some kind of uh, reason, right? A very compelling reason for them to not move ahead. Yeah, the excuses are always there. So if I look at the whole picture, then I see that excuses are looking outside. It's not looking inside. You are, you are not looking from you, you to outside. You are looking mm. outside and you're, you're trying to fit in outside as per the expectation of other people or the society or the norm or the family the way the family expect from you so you are trying to fit in with everything and you are not able to take that that lead right to to start from your age like not taking a step one step forward wow. to get out of that zone so yeah that's that's the place and I shouldn't say that it's, it's, uh, it's possible to stop and I shouldn't say that you, we all need to stop overthinking, but we need to be conscious. We need to be conscious. We need to understand, be mindful that, yeah, this is the point I'm thinking quite extensively. So I shouldn't do that, right? Mm. It's for me. So that's, that's my one point at this moment. Mm. Do they, do we, get into a spiral because you're saying that we need to be conscious but a lot of times we don't realize that it's very unconscious and we go into spiral and it's a never-ending loop and it's you're you're going down so how do i know that i'm actually overthinking is there some some things or some factors that i can look out for and i know okay i'm overthinking i need to do something else i need to snap out of this do you have uh, any idea yeah, of course, uh, I, I will give some idea, but I like the word you said, the spiral, right? So I will not claim that I am stopping my whole overthinking and every situation. No, it's not. It will come back, mm. but we have to remind myself. And it's not like I have to remind by being conscious and being serious, mm. but rather I have to be mindful, okay, this is the current scenario and this is the situation around me and it is the fact so what can i do in mm. that reality mm. thinking of wow why that situation was that bad for me like last one mm. month before one day before five years before ten years before so not reminding yourself on those memories so you are it's very normal because we have a brain and we have a memory. And if you have memories and that long memories are uh, emotional memory because we, yeah. are, we are very deeply emotionally attached with those memory. So yeah. it's very normal that we will have 
um, a travel, very quick travel back to those long-term memory. Mm -hmm. And then we look at those feelings, mm -hmm. uh, which may be a good one or maybe a bad one. So I'm not saying overthinking always a bad kind of memory. That's sometimes, a very good point because sometimes the overthinking came from a good source, right? A good, good experience. Yeah. yeah. Carry on, please. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, I'll come back to the point. Just one more thing I want to make in here that's uh, going back to the memory, but uh, being conscious that that memory was giving me that learning, and that's the reason why I am doing something differently today. Mm. We don't have to, that like we don't have to detach totally ourselves from that bad memory, but we can say that yes, I own that memory, that's my story, that's my past. I learned that thing from there, and that's why I can move differently from now. So mm. having this uh, conversation with yourself helps you a lot to keep yourself out over the overthinking. So you are not overthinking on the same thought, same feeling. Rather, you are taking the learning and applying it in a different way. You are guiding, you are driving your thought to utilize in a different way right not mm. in a spiral of a same thought mm. so there are obviously people who don't suffer from this right there are people i i would uh maybe i would term them uh, risk takers aggressive movers or first first movers you know and they always get the first movers advantage and then there, there are people like me and, and a lot of other people who overthink overthink and then we see them going past us so I want to know, based on all your experience working with leaders and helping people to get to, to the ambitions that they are looking forward to, uh, what's the difference between those who don't overthink and those who overthink? What makes the, those, those aggressive movers that way? Yeah, I feel that uh, to whom I, I had been working and observing a couple of very uh, established thought leaders in Australia, mm -hmm. I, I've been mentored by them. So I felt like they don't wait for being uh, the best. They don't mm. wait for anything. They just, mm. it's just one way. I have the idea, I have to apply this. So mm. there is no, nothing in between that, is it a good idea? How about uh, if I'm failing with that idea? So they, mm. they add to this after, if they implement it and they see that they are failing, then they take a, take a different track but mm. they don't need to implement so just st start from the idea to implementation so as soon mm. as we implement then that less time we spend in making it perfect making it look better making it mm. better than before mm. making yourself getting ready to mm. apply it. so these are the time once you are actually overthinking and you excuse by saying i'm actually trying to make it better i'm not trying to make myself ready so you're saying that uh we should just go for it like what nike says right just do it right just that it. would yeah that implies that we need to have certain sense of safety psychologically right that if we do this without um without total preparation it's going to be okay isn't it right mm -hmm. it's going to be okay and i i must share my own experience so i used to have this overthinking right and i don't do a lot of things because i want it to be perfect then i learned that a lot of people who achieved a lot of things they started off not being perfect and it's the imperfection that allows them to to become better and better 
Because right. if you launch at perfection, probably the needs and wants of your audience would have moved on by then, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And this interview series that I've been doing for 11 weeks now, so you are my 11th guest. I'm so yeah. happy. It actually started like that. So I want to, I said like, you know what, since we are on, lock, on lockdown, why not do something? So I just did it and uh, I just, I was told about StreamYard and I just, I just went with it and, and it's been good and I've slowly improved. I've learned there are a lot of things that I need to work on Facebook and StreamYard and then it just slowly improves. And I think what you have said is absolutely right. So tell me one thing is um, male and female brains. So we know that the male and female adult brains uh, wired differently. So in my research for this interview, I came across a line, they say, females tend to overthink more than males. So now I'm not agreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. I want a female brain like yours to answer that question. Um, honestly, depends on how that female was grew up. Because I can, if I, if you want to put myself as an example, then I will see myself in my country before mm. 2015, and in Australia is totally different. It's mm. it it is not different just uh, over a night's sleep, but it it has to be different over five years of work on me, right? Mm. Because um, the so social structure, the social expectation, mm. the way of seeing women's responsibility and men's responsibility to, toward the family, toward people, toward kids, toward in, in the job. So it's totally different. And I remember once we grow up, then we hear that these are the things you cannot do. You shouldn't do these. You shouldn't go there. You shouldn't stay late at outside lot or stay outside after evening. So there are a lot of no's we have to hear more often for the women. And then ah, we learn okay. that can I do this? So they also have that question whenever, wherever they goes inside a corporation, whatever the position they take, they still have that programming inside of their brain that can I do this? Am I allowed to do this? Do I need to get someone's permission mm. directly, indirectly to who can give me some approval that yes, I am allowed to do this? So what you're saying is social construct has made women overthink. It is not natural. They don't have to do it, but because they grew up with a lot of uh, rules, do's, do's and don'ts, especially for women. I remember like, yeah, um, women, my sisters couldn't stay out late, but I could because I'm a guy. So is it fair or not? It's just social construct, right? It absolutely and uh, which is the social construction of eastern country in western mm. country you're seeing australia women's are much i mean i will say they are even much better than men's mm. men are sometimes laid behind in australian society but women's are go get going and faster fast moving so i'm like okay learn it and try to adapt with that mm. otherwise you cannot adapt with that society and mm. I have the challenge. So for the women, I, I don't see that all women from all um, organization, they are having this sort of overthinking mindset. Some organization, they work in there and 
the culture make them to perform proactively so which is a very good sign that women are taking lead women are uh, being proactive to take a decision taking a you know the first row of the boardroom so they are doing very good things around the society but at the same time uh, i will say women also have a magic of their mind that they're intuitive they have a sense in inside of them that they can feel if there is something wrong right i totally agree with you because the intuitive um, uh, aspect of women and the female mind or the female consciousness is so much more powerful I believe that it came from evolutionary because they have to take care of their offspring, children. their kids, their children, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's also important that women can do some bit of extra multitasking comparing to the men. Mm. And it's essential because we have to manage family, work, kids, everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm -hmm. The way women's brain get stuck with the overthinking with multitasking is not mm. the same if you think about a man, a man can do one thing at a time, but they can't focus more than one thing at a time and it will not be a quality thing. But women, they do have some age over men on multitasking, but I will also suggest women to pick the multitasking in a wise way so that you don't get exhausted, not putting all the energy in doing everything because you can do it and then you get exhausted and you get uh, stressed and anxious and which mm. is not for your health mental health mm. and physical mm. health as well. that's i think you made such a, a very wonderful uh, comment on this uh, yes i think that's why uh, it is right to say that the male and female brains are wired differently and i think the female brain i'm not a scientist but i can say that the female brain is wired more intricately than the male because mm -hmm. we tend to be very males tend to be very one-track mind right so i don't know guys friends if do you agree that the female brain is wired in a in a in a more intricate way and makes it more uh able to adapt faster and adapt to different situations but then again like what aisha said because of our social because of the social construct uh females also tend to or been been moved into thinking more overthinking and it becomes a habit right Aisha? Yeah. yeah and one more point that i want to make the women have a feeling like emotional part of their brain That's which is right, yeah. and there might be some areas of improvement or collaboration between men and women that a man can decide a logical decision very strictly mm -hmm. and very specifically then women can say that you can say in that way to him or her so he or she doesn't feel bad so that emotional and logical head and heart comes together if we can make a blend of men and women in our workplace so it's not a matter of whose brain is better but it is a complementary right coming together and making a, a, a better whole right okay so now um there are different types of thinking like uh i i want to do self-reflection i want to do problem solving so this also puts our brain into overdrive it can right mm -hmm. but not all of them are bad they are not all overthinking because sometimes self-reflection and problem solving does need to have a lot of deep thinking so True. uh how do i know that as i'm doing self-reflection or problem, solving a problem, 
I have unconsciously slipped into the spiral of overthinking. Okay. Is so there any first, way to know? Yeah. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So uh, the first thing that I want to share with you, uh, it's a very good point and it's a very essential if you think that you have to grow over the time, if you think that I want to do something more that mm. I, that's what I am. So mm -hmm. if, even if you're earning money, if you're doing a good job, if you're, even if you're uh, in a stable financial situation, but as a human, we have a feeling of finding a meaning of what I'm doing, what, what is the contribution that I'm leaving behind to the family, to the society, to the world. So from that perspective, if I want to do something more, then I feel like, oh, that means I have to give more time. I have to put more effort. But you'll not feel that you are giving more time or you are putting more effort. You'll not feel exhausted if you find that you it's something you like. That is it's gold. That is gold. You made a, a very golden point here. You know the difference between overthinking and, and deep thinking? Yeah. By the energy, right? So when you overthink, it's exhausting. But if it's deep thinking, you can keep going, right? Getting wow. lost what I love to do, right? Like that's a magic journey that I'm, I love being in this place. I love working with this thing that I'm working on now. So that's a huge difference, yeah. Mm. Awesome. Okay, so now let's say you are now faced with someone who is overthinking. This could be your coaching client or someone you want to help. How can we overcome the habit of overthinking? Is there a process? How can I progress? Because I definitely cannot like be an uh, overthinker today and then uh, an aggressive uh, mover tomorrow. I, I don't know. I don't think that's possible. So could you guide us along from overthinking to uh, more, okay. I don't know, what's the opposite of overthinking? <laughs> so first of all, uh, yeah, overthinking will not allow you to take a quality decision. It will not allow you to think in a in a fresh mind or in a new new perspective. You will not have a broad focus. You will have a very narrow focus and think, okay, this is the limit and this is how I can do it. If you cannot do it, then you'll do it in a in the same way again and again. It will not give any results that you expected, right? So what I will uh, suggest in here just start practicing being mindful, being present. Mm. So this is the current scenario and this is what I want to do. And I just come back to your present more often. Mm. So the more you will be having that presence of your time, your situation, now we are having a conversation, me and you, I can think like, how do I look like? Am I looking at my camera? I'm not looking at my camera. I'm mostly looking at you because mm -hmm. I feel that that's how I can make a connection between mm -hmm. us. This is I'm talking to a human, so I believe that the the conversation can make a value to those who are listening. But mm -hmm. to me, I don't need to be conscious about what other people are thinking. I need to make a best uh, delivery throughout my thoughts, my mm -hmm is my feeling so uh, the trying to be present makes the job done like trying mm. to be present be mindful and it's very difficult 
it sounds very easy and it's very difficult and we cannot stay with that mindful and being present and we got we get highly disrupted someone yeah. is calling i get notification the mails are coming someone is asking for something in urgent basis so a lot of things we have to do yeah. but the trick is you need to understand what is the thing that i want to do today like what is the most important thing that i want to do today so if it is one hour job two hour job so i have to block the time i have to block all the notification for this two hour time so that i can have my deep thinking so that i can stop overthinking consciously you just need to be aware that this is what i want to do and this is my time and i will enjoy doing it and play some music some soft music listen to it enjoy doing what you're doing not being rushed into i have to finish it by one hour oh i didn't reply to that mail if i'm mm. doing something you don't have to think about the mail you don't it will not mm. change for mm. the mail but it will change what you're doing it will interact with the quality of the job that you are currently doing mm seems like we are uh, we suffer from oh i need to respond i need to respond to the email i need to respond to the messages is coming in my phone now it's always now 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 and you never give the now to yourself it seems right you're always giving the now to someone else something else you know it could be your kids could be your colleagues calling it's crazy and you made a really good point to cut off the rest of the world and then go into deep thinking and i know from what you said just now i know that i'm doing deep thinking if it is a positive experience it's like i'm i'm energized by it but if if i feel like my energy is drained i know that i have slipped into overthinking right true and i i feel that being a mom as well many people can ask i'm a mom i'm working from home and i have got a lot of thing to do and people are interrupting me how can i make this 2 hours only for me okay fine you don't have to you can make half an hour time let people know that you are giving this half an hour for something very important mm. make and an error you you are important right like i'm important for me right so that i can be the better person for yeah. everyone else you have to prioritize yourself once you are equipped with your presence with your mental well-being stopping your overthinking then you can give more to the people around you Absolutely. you can flower better right okay so uh i want to talk a bit about i want to i want to know a bit about your book mind speed mind speed right yes mm -hmm. share with us what is it about okay so first of all i will say uh, fredrik heron has been my mentor in my speaking i know you know fredrik in singapore he's based in singapore yeah yes so i met him so, in singapore then i Mm, I had a mentoring session with him so in our conversation he made a comment that you are talking everything about speed of mind and said yeah that's right that's true and that's the word and then I tried to dig deep dive and work on everything I captured my information I was capturing for 3 3 years with a lot of insight I get from my clients and from me and then i thought okay i have to get the speed so quicker and so that i can get rid of the off in between so that may cause you some overthinking the mind off speed so i get rid of the off and then mix together that becomes my brilliant speed. name brilliant and yeah. the intention is uh, people often get stuck with the present oh i i don't have anything to do 
what people will not allow me to do. The process is not allowing me to do. So all these complaints, blaming, mm. you know, so excuses comes once we are very much stuck with the outcome, the expectation, the people around me, the expectation from family, boss, managers, organization, everything, right? It's mm. not only personal, it can be also professional. So how do I help people to get away from that sort of thinking and be more open? How do I help them to have the practice of growth mindset so that they can be more agile? They can think and decide quickly and take a lead on the particular decision they're taking. And they own the decision. It's not a decision they're taking and then applying it. They have to own the decision. There must be some reason behind why they own the decision. And there must be some positive emotional attachment and getting rid of some negative emotional attachment. Can you, and can you, uh, can I just interrupt here? And you mentioned a very interesting point, own the decision. What does that mean? Could you uh, expand a bit on that? Yeah, sure. So more will be covered in my book, but uh, the basic part I say, if I don't have a decision that's aligned with my value, my purpose and my uh, long term expectation mm. from me, Mm. then over the time I will try to adjust, I will try to manage, I will try to remain functional, but mm. I will not be able to own the decision. That's Somehow right. I feel that regret that why I'm taking it. And that will have a negative emotion. That is the reason why you are stressed. That is the reason why you are anxious. Mm. We're, we're overwhelmed. We are taking long time. We're not finishing what we want to do on time. So, right. yeah. Okay. So, so uh, friends, if you want to know more about uh, the book and what Aisha does, so you can go to www.aishabiba.com, right? It's been a wonderful conversation, Aisha. Thank you so much for agreeing to this. And I'm sure you have inspired a lot of people and educated a lot of people who watch. So friends, if you find this really useful, I think it's amazing. Please share it on your wall or please share it in a, in a message because people need to stop overthinking and start achieving more. Aisha, last words before we say goodbye. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And yes, we know that we have a lot of things to do, but if I say right at this moment, beyond everything, we can do only one thing, practicing some good habit to manage our mind mm. and this is the right time because we have been given some time to ourselves close to our family close to our people so start doing practicing positive mindfulness presence some uh, mind exercise that will help you to be productive feeling less exhausted and mm. enjoying your life and having the meaning of your life that you're doing so with that, uh, wise words from Aisha, friends, thank you for watching and have a good day ahead. Bye. Thank you.